Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Best Got Beat, Season 2, Episode 8. My name is Luke Hatfield, alongside me, a man who claims to be the best newcoming journalist <laughs> of 2019, Liam Keane. As, as if you actually use that. That was a, an, off, uh, an off-air conversation about the Midland Media Awards. It was uh, on the record, mate. <laughs> well, yeah, technically on the recording. It, it, they won't hear it, though. No, they won't if, hear if it. If you do your job right this time, they won't hear it. <laughs> yeah, they won't hear that. Um... How are you, Liam? Uh, it's been a, a long two weeks without, without has, seeing yeah, you. Yeah, it has. I know. Uh, three games since then, hasn't it? Since our last one. Uh, Indeed. And we won a game. Yeah, won a game. What's that about? This uh, isn't right. Is uh, oh, no, I'm sure we'll come on to it. But yeah, it was a, it was a great night. But um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I had a week off last week. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how was your time off? Yeah, so that was nice. I mean, I didn't actually put it on Twitter because I thought... <laughs> I thought, oh, here we go, he's having time off mid-season again. But it, I didn't miss any games. I did it deliberately, so I had time off in the week and I didn't mm. miss. Uh, and then I did loads of work. I mean, Joe Massey was covering Sadler's while I was away, but I don't, I think, I've said this to him already, I don't think he did any work, really, because I, I did a whole week's work in advance and left him all the work and said, there it is, it's all, it's all there ready for you. He wouldn't testify to that, mate. <laughs> I bumped into him numerous times and he was moaning at me. He's like, oh, I've got so much work and I've got to do no, Walsall, wow. I've got to do West Brom, I've got to do this. Well, he, did, he did the press conference for me, but apart from that, I think he's just been sat around on his, uh, I was going to say bottom, but in another word that I need to ask you about swearing on here. What's the rules? Yeah, it kind of depends on the word you use. What word were you going to say it? And if, if I was going to say sitting, a... sitting on his ass. Yeah, that's all right. You can <laughs> say ass. Phew, I get away with that. Just because I heard that Massey had some choice words for Wolves fans on the other <laughs> the other day or whatever it was. I'll tell you what, he certainly did. Um, <laughs> if, if if you do want to spare some time and listen to the Baggies broadcast, which not many people listening will want to nah, do. No, don't bother. With you. They're here for the saddlers. But I'll tell you what, you, you can listen in and just fast forward and just listen to uh, Joe Massey goes on a little bit of a rant mm. about Wolves fans. Uh, two bleeps in that episode. Two bleeps in that one. We've not had one bleep since I've been here, have we? No, I mean... Maybe today will be the day. The best got beat is I've come bleepless. Close. I've got to be honest, I've come close, but without <laughs> saying it to you, because I naturally, in just my normal communication, I just swear mm. consistently all the time. I'm quite similar. Like I try and I try and be on my best behaviour when I'm hosting these podcasts, but I have the, the odd one has slipped out in podcasts before. Not in the best got beat, though. Mine's come close, but I've only, it's only my fourth one or whatever it is, and it's come close. You reckon if we got Daryl in, there'd be some bloops? You, you'd have to have the beeper, the bleeper on uh, on speed dial. You'd have to be ready to go, because, yeah, Daryl, uh, he's not one told back. Daryl, if you're listening, there's always well, a seat there's here for you. Seat, there's always a seat available for Daryl. I might, I mean, I might mention it to him. That might not be the best thing after a game, perhaps. <laughs> but maybe on a Thursday, I might say, uh, do you fancy coming on the poly? It'd be interesting. I would, I'd love that, you know. I would. Lo- I'd, I'd love it. It'd be brilliant. There's, there's, I think there's a zero chance it'd happen. But I. I'm saying I'm going to stick my neck out and say there is a two percent chance it happens. Two percent chance, yeah, yeah. I, I, it would be brilliant. I mean, I got on with Daryl about whether he says stuff behind my back. I don't know, but uh, no, uh, no. I actually got on with him really well. Um, obviously, professionally, we're not going for pints together or anything like that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, he's he comes across like a, a decent bloke. It's uh, just stressful times at the moment. He won't go for a pint with you, mate, after reading your player ratings. <laughs> oh, God, do you see the ones after uh, Darlington? <laughs> let's, let's just say there were uh, some, <laughs> some, some iffy the, results in the there. lowest I've been. Three yeah. threes. Um, right, let's let's talk. Let's talk some football because, as go. you said, three games. We'll run through them in the order that they were played. What I'm going to do as well, I'm going to get you to give me a score out of ten and some of the scores um, for each game. Right. You know when we did this on the last one, and there was three games on the last one to do as well. Mm. 
the first game out of those three, I couldn't I couldn't remember what even happened in the game. It was it's only about a week before. It's all right. I'll I'll go through it for you, mate. You'll, so you'll I'll remember. Pre warning now. I haven't got a clue what's going on. So these first ones are guaranteed five. Yeah, it's guaranteed five out of ten. Middle of the, middle of the road. Uh, Swindon two, Walsall one. Um, I do remember Swindon. You do I remember do, that. I do, oh, that's, I do. That's, that's a good job. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you're, only, you, me being you're only the bloody Walsall correspondent. <laughs> it's a good job you remember the game. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Go on, what, what, what questions are you going to throw at me about Swindon? I was just going to ask you, I mean, do you feel that Walsall deserved something from it? Yes. And they didn't get it, did they? They didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, as with the Mansfield game before that, they the performance was much better. Mm. Um, the Mansfield performance was was probably had like ten minutes spells within the game, sort of dotted around where they were really putting pressure on. With the Swindon game, it was more of a consistent performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; they weren't blowing Swindon away, but Swindon are a top five, six, seven team in mm-hmm. League Two, and uh, there wasn't really much between the sides. Swindon, the problem is the defending for both goals was atrocious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean the first something we've become accustomed to of late. I yeah, think. I mean the the first goal Owen Doyle. I mean he that was his fourteenth goal of the season, mm. which was at the time of when that game was. Walsall had scored fourteen goals in all competitions at that time. It's I mean, not a great look, so is it? It was the same amount of goals. Um, the defending was awful. They, they had, they're playing five at the back, so defensively mathematically they've got more people there Yeah, and somehow they let him within five minutes he was just at the back post completely on his own I mean there was no one near him mm. and he just tapped it into an empty net um, so that didn't get off to, off to a great start and uh, I mean they, 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 they did they did alright they played well um, mm. the problem is they just couldn't score and the second goal within a couple of minutes I think two minutes was it of the second half three yeah, minutes of the second yeah, yeah. half they it was a terrible back pass, miscued all over the place, and then the shot just ricocheted, rolls past the keepers. Really unlucky in one sense, terrible defending in another. Yeah. But then to get a goal back, the problem, the main problem actually is they got a goal back relatively quickly, mm-hmm. and then after that didn't really threaten. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue you want to bounce, especially getting the goal. You want to then bounce back and go on from there. So that was probably the the biggest negative, of, apart from the fact they've lost six in a row, was probably the biggest negative of the performance in that they didn't really create much after that. Apart mm. from the sixty no, sorry, the ninety sixth minutes or whatever it was, yeah. Rory Holden. Did you, did you see that chance? Uh yeah, yeah, I've watched the highlights. So I mean I, I thought I made my position quite clear on it, but I think a couple of fans got a bit uh misjudged a little bit what I was saying. They I think someone said don't make excuses for him. Mm. And I said that I said there's no excuses. He should have scored it. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got to he, he has to score it. But I weighed it up with the fact that it was also a good save because the keeper was on the floor and got himself off the off the ground quite quickly. Mm. But he has to score. He's six yards out. No more than that, I'd say. He's Those are the chances you need to take when you're in the situation Walsall exactly. are in as well. Any player should be taking that, but especially when they, they just needed a point. I mean, a point mm. away at Swindon would have been a great result. Yeah. Uh, especially ending the, the losses as well. And, uh, and then, yeah, they really needed that. And it was, it was just a, such a golden chance. And... I mean, they they worked the ball really well to get to that chance. I think Shay Fati did really well on the right, and, mm. and and they built they built the the sort of the scenario at the angles, and uh, and they just couldn't. Oh, it was so frustrating because me and uh, the Warsaw press guys were off our seats as as he as he got the ball, and we were yeah. thinking, yeah, it's the moment. I think Tom, uh, if, if Tom might listen to this, because he uh, he loves a good scream. Yeah, and uh, I think I heard him going, oh oh, oh. no no, <laughs> sadly nothing. No, it was um, so disappointing. It is disappointing. They were giving themselves 
as you said, mountains to climb by just giving away goals early yeah. on in each half. And it's, it's, it's one of them, it's almost a symptom of the position that they're in where you don't help yourself, do you? When you're in, you know, when you're bottom of the table, things don't tend to go your way. Um, and as I said, giving away a goal within five minutes of the first half and then within two minutes of the second, it just makes it so much harder. It's hard enough where they are anyway without those mistakes. And the mistakes have been the probably the biggest, apart from maybe striking missing chances, the biggest story of the whole six-game losing run in that, Mm. In pretty much every game, there was a major mistake that led to a goal, and it wasn't a a mistake where it was partially unlucky. It was an absolute howler, yeah. proper clanger from a defender, or, or someone's given the ball away, and they and they just ran through and uh, and scored. So those make it so much more difficult for mm. any team, let alone a team that's already finding it difficult to to win games anyway. So that's what has been most disappointing as well because they defensively they were so solid before before this that's 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 the, that's the thing I mean if you um, if you drop a clangor like that it's just so demoralising as mm. well whereas if you feel hard done by and it's like oh well another day that doesn't mm. go in sometimes it can galvanise yeah. a team but when it's a mistake like that and everyone knows that no one's intending to make a mistake mm. But when they happen, you, you, the heads just drop, don't they? Yeah. They say, oh, here we go again. And it's just lack of confidence, building on top of lack of confidence from the, the results anyway. And mm. uh, it, they just come hand in hand, don't they? The mistakes and the results, it, they, they just come together. I mean, bearing in mind within that, there have been some pretty dire performances as well mm. alongside that. But then equally, Mansfield and Swindon, those the last two of those, that six-game losing streak, were actually good performances. Yeah. Um, particularly good compared to some of the performances before it. But that makes it even worse, I think, when you mm. have mistakes that lead to that lead to losing games when you played better than you have been. Yeah. But the Mansfield game was less mistakes, more the fact that they they had about six or seven clear opportunities to score and they should have, should have taken all of them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's another that's another thing we already chatted about. But uh yeah, it's just it, it was so disappointing and to make it six in a row, I mean the team Management, everyone just looked so down after that game, and the fans really—they was toxic a little bit in that mm. way. And afterwards, mm. and I can't really blame them because I mean, to come away with nothing from that game was so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the few positives um, we saw Gaffney getting the goals. Um, yeah, which is something which you all sort of needed. They've needed strikers scoring goals, and Gaffney, you know, at last he, he started netting them. Well, he's, he's netted one, and yeah. uh, when we come on to Darlington, he's missed another sitter. So, yeah. uh, sadly, it's just not working for him. I mean, you, Elijah and Gaffney, both in that Mansfield game and then the uh, Swindon game, both got a goal each, mm. and you're hoping... I mean, obviously, speaking now, I've got the uh, the reward of knowing what's happened in the two games since, then, yeah. obviously. But yeah. uh, the, they, basically, they, they just haven't kicked on from scoring a goal and that's mm. what you want you want them to kick on um, it's, it's pointless I mean the strikers aren't scoring anyway but it's pointless getting one goal not getting a result from it and then just not kicking on from it yeah. and he, he doesn't help anyone doesn't help the team they just need to build that confidence I don't, I don't know what it is that's going wrong uh, I mean they're having their individual stories I don't understand the reason but it's just it's just not working and they are getting the chances as well mm. uh, as a Darlington will uh, will highlight, which I'm sure you're about to come on to. Yeah, we are just about to come on Whew. to it. Um, Walsall, Walsall two, Darlington two. Um, 
I tell you what, I mean, I was keeping track of your Twitter feed on the yeah. day, and I saw Darlington score the first after about, what was it, 16, 17 minutes. I see a, a double change on the 20-minute mark. That, to me, screams crisis club. That, yeah. And I, I don't mean to label Warsaw so strongly, but when you're making a double sub at 20 minutes, it doesn't look good. We had a, a, a national BBC Sport chap sat next to me. Mm. Um, I forget his name now. So apologies. <laughs> I was chatting. To him, I, was, I was chatting to him throughout the game, but um, he turned to me and he went, "Does he normally do that?" I was like, "I've never seen him do that." And, I can't remember the last time I saw a double change no. of twenty minutes. Now with Daryl, he isn't afraid to change it. Mm. We, 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 we've been shown that. Game by game, at half time, whatever, he's not afraid to make changes, formation, system, and and subs as well. But I just couldn't believe it when he brought when he brought those two on. Um, the Jules substitution felt tactical because mm-hmm. they were changing formation. Well, yeah, you you switching a defender for a forward exactly player. Yeah, so they're, they're, that that was tactical. Although I didn't actually think some people disagreed with me. But I didn't actually think Jules started the game particularly well either I think he, mm. he he made a couple of interceptions which were positive but he, he gave the ball away a couple of times he looked a bit shaky mm. he came off and I think that was tactical Rory Holden came off and I because he can play he can play on the right of that 4-4-2 mm. which he has been doing and he and he came off as well so for the system to change they only needed to bring Wes on mm. and take off Jules they didn't need to make the two changes yeah. so it felt like the Rory Holden change was because he hadn't started well and he really didn't start the game well at all No, but I can't pick him out of the whole team because that first half an hour at team collectively and individual performances was the worst 30 minutes I've seen Walsall play mm. they were dreadful they were really really bad worse than Leighton Orient like yeah second half. worse than Leighton Orient yeah that, that half an hour was really poor uh, because it took a little bit of time after the 20 minutes for the the subs to sort of settle in and after that it, mm. they, it started to start to work but Darns were all over them you couldn't tell which which side was the non-league side yeah. really they were all over them they, they should really have got more than some of my tweets might be misleading because in the first five maybe maybe ten minutes that's probably pushing it a bit it was relatively even in the sense yeah. that there was no big chances and that's what I was saying on, on Twitter but in the, in the scale of like the first 30 minutes they were all over Darlington mm. were they had loads of fans there they were really getting behind them I was going to say the, the, they had a big backing didn't they yeah they had well, I think 1,300 I think it was, was mm. it? Uh, fans there they had they were roaring them on there was, they were getting mental there was flares on, two flares were on the pitch before the game even kicked off yeah uh, they were they were absolutely, they was they were loving their away day and they were really roaring their team on and they they were first at every ball mm. they were putting in crunching tackles it was proper non-league sticky footing mm. and they, they weren't messed around and, and they, they played really really well once the system changed and although we said it's unprecedented for a manager to make two changes after 20 minutes you have to give Daryl Clark credit they were the right changes yeah it worked yeah, you, but you have to also say that he should have he should have picked the right team in the first place yeah. he admitted that afterwards he said I made a mistake I picked the wrong system and the wrong team mm. but he rectified it within 20 minutes and had he not rectified it they'd have lost that game yeah. They lost that game in the first half of the end and changed it. So he did. The, he made the he made the right choice after initially making the wrong choice. So mm. you've got to you've got to commend him for that. But I, I thought Hardy and McDonald McDonald uh, particularly did really really well when they came on. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll come on to this in, in a minute when we talk about the game yesterday. But Wes McDonald should start every game for Warsaw. Mm. I really really rate him. Really do rate him. But I'll come on to that. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you think this does for the confidence of players like Jules and Holden though? 
because that's getting hooked after 20 minutes. I mean, I think as a player, you've got a little bit of a right to be... A little bit. I think Jules, um, I think he'll realise that it was tactical. I think he'll mm. know that. Um, so I don't think he'll be too disheartened. I think Holden would have been. But as we'll come on to with last night, he played 90 minutes last night. So yeah. we'll, But I'll come on to him uh, specifically, actually. But... Uh, I don't. I don't think it will do too much because of what I'm going to say about Holden in a second. But with Jules, I think he knows it's tactical. Um, mm. If they hadn't changed it, they'd lost that game. Mm. And from then onwards, it was basically one-way traffic going forward. Mm. Warsaw would having all the chances, and Darlington were defending very deep. And they were just defending quite well. Yeah. But on right on the stroke of half time, I think it was just before the added time was announced. Gaffney has. I mean, it is. It's. It's, it's an open goal. He has uh, to score. I don't know if you've seen the video of it. I haven't actually seen the highlights from, from the FA Cup. Game, no. <laughs> I'm not sure if you'll thank me for this, but Lewis Cox on a Messenger sent me the sent me the video and said, uh, I've just seen this. I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was there, <laughs> live in person. Um, basically, West McDonald's had a crack from 25, 30 yards. Mm. Uh, Key was backtracking. It smashed off the crossbar and it's come out to Gaffney's probably 10, 12 yards out, maybe something like that. Mm. There is a defender in front of him, but the defender is to the right. So there is a gap in front of him where the goal is open. Yeah. And the goalkeeper's on the floor also to the right. So they're both there. I'm saying there. It's not really helpful on audio, but you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. And basically, he's got, he's got a free chance on goal. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head whether he takes a touch or not. I don't think he does take a touch. But either mm. way, whether he takes a touch or not, he's got time and space to score it. Yeah. And if he takes a touch, it's actually worse than, obviously. But he mm. hits it and it goes an inch past the far post and it's just I mean no one can believe it I mean he has to score that mm. he has to score that and I mean that's the, that's the only major chance he had really if I can remember correctly but second half he came off after an hour mm. Keenan Lavery came on and then it was Adebayo's turn to miss <laughs> to miss the chances yeah. um it's just been the 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 perennial problem for Wolves yeah. isn't scoring goals Big from, from from up front First half, Adebayo was, I'll probably use the word anonymous, I actually forgot he was playing at one point. And that's, that sound, might sound a bit harsh, but he, he just didn't really affect the game. Yeah. He didn't do anything bad, but he didn't mm. do anything good. <laughs> so, yeah. And by bad, I mean he didn't miss any major chances in the mm. first half, but it's not necessarily a good thing to not know you're there, is it? You have, he wants to make a mark on the, on, on the game. Second half, he certainly made a mark in the, in the sense that he was working hard, he was getting the ball down. He, he uses his body really well when he backs mm. into defenders. Mm. But occasionally gets his well, I say occasionally, quite often gets his feet mixed up when, yeah. he's, on the, when he's on the ball, uh, and he was doing that well the second half, and he had probably four, maybe more than that chances where to the point where he's two, three, four yards out, mm. and he's missed all of them all over the bar. Yeah, the the difference between that and the Gaffney one is the Gaffney one's come out to him, and it's he's got time and space to shoot and score yeah. Adebayo's chances pretty much all of them were similar in the sense that they were whipped in at him they were, the ball was coming in at, at pace, pace yeah. and he has to react He has to react. but that's the that's the reaction of a natural goal scorer he has mm. to finish those uh, he's not going to finish all of them I mean, if, if he's scored four goals in that game I would have been shocked not yeah, because yeah. I think he's a bad player but because it doesn't happen often but he has to score at least one or two of them mm. chances they're, they're so glaring and from so so close to the goal line he has to be finishing them mm. so at that point, and then when Dan Scar gets sent off in the, what, the 80th minute, at that point, the game you're thinking the game's done. I was worried. Um, I, thought the, I thought the game was done. I was worried, not just for the result. I was genuinely worried for Clark at this point, because yeah. 
it seemed to me like it could be a bit of a watershed moment where it goes from, okay, let's keep backing him to one minute. We can't be losing to Darlington. And it wasn't it wasn't as if, you know, he'd made a ton of changes and though it was a weak team. No, no, no. It was, it was a strong team. It was a strong yeah, side. Yeah. And I was worried. Um and as you said, when Scar was sent off I thought I mean, this could be my evening ruined here. <laughs> could be in for a lot of work this be, evening. Yeah. Had had they lost that game one 0 when Scar was sent off, um I'm not convinced the board would have mm. sacked Harold. Uh I still put on a personal level, not not saying this because I, I get on with him saying it because I I do actually think he is for the time being they should be sticking with him. I don't think mm. they, who are they going to bring in yeah. that is going to do anything better. They, and what's the point in constantly sacking a manager and re, and starting again from yeah, scratch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's brought these players in, and I mean, if I'll come on to the Stevenage game being a big one in a minute, but they they need they need to give him the time potentially till January to mm. to try and fix it. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, had they lost that game one 0 I don't think he'd have gone. Had they lost that game convincingly. 3 4 nil, something like that. I yeah. think that might have been that, that could potentially have been it. Yeah, well, um, fortunately, I mean, for Walsall, anyway, it seemed like they turned things around in, in three minutes because yeah. Keelan Avery scores, Alfie Bates scores, both within the last five minutes of normal time, and suddenly Walsall looked to have found a reprieve. I absolutely love Alfie Bates. Yeah, <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's brilliant. I really do. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Uh, nice kid as well, but mm. I think he, as a player, I really do rate him. And I've said this probably a million times now that he and, and the fans. I'm not saying the fans aren't doing this; they are doing this. Mm. But he will make mistakes. He will make errors, but fans stick with him, and yeah. that's what they are, they are doing it because he comes up with moments, mm. moments of magic, and his overall play just. Receiving the ball deep, he's got he's got the the confidence to go and receive the ball. He recycles the ball really well when they mm. when they overturn the possession as well. And I just really do rate him as a player. I think his range of passing is really good. His delivery is really good from set pieces as well. So uh, he's basically Danny Guthrie in a slightly smaller, younger, mm. not made of glass yeah. <laughs> role. Um, so uh, yeah, I really do rate him. So he's he's had a, had a hand in both goals here. He shoots from twenty plus yards. Mm. Really good rasping shot. It's right at the keeper. Yeah, but it sort of bounces off the turf. The keeper goes to catch it, fumbles it. One he can't hold. Yeah, as, as he fumbles it, it's probably a bit harsh, but he, he can't hold it because mm. of how the pace on it. But he goes to push it away rather than fumbles it. That's probably a better way of phrasing mm. it. But he pushes it straight into danger. And Lavery, who who's probably the only striker who's got that natural instinct that, that you want to follow in. Yeah. To follow in, he's the first one reacting there, and he taps it in. It's 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 a really tidy finish from him. Mm. Um, so he's done really well there. Excellent. Within what you got it in front of you, was it two minutes? Was it three minutes? Three, three minutes. Goals, yeah. Three minutes later, Bates whipped in a corner. Mm. Really, really good corner. Really good delivery. It's right on top of the goalkeeper. It's got pace. It's whipped in. And I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The keeper should, should catch it. It's an yeah, absolute yeah. howler. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws it into his own net. It's yeah. an absolute shocking, shocking piece of goalkeeping. But I mean, at that point, no one cared. Everyone's everyone's on 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 their feet. Yeah. Everyone's loving it. Alfie Bates is going mad because he's you know he hasn't scored it technically. It's, it's an, I think it's gone down as an own goal. It does say there Alfie Bates on there, and I mm. saw on Sky said that as well. But I'm convinced that must go down as an own goal because it wasn't in. <laughs> but either way, it doesn't really matter. 
the, uh, the reason it might not actually is because it was already on target. Yeah, if it was on target. Yeah, maybe it's just, actually, so yeah, it might actually be Alfie's goal. Just give it to Alfie. I want, I want, I want, it to, I want Alfie to have the goal. Let him have it. But either way, everyone's loving life. Then they get a player sent off. I actually miss what happened because mm. everyone was standing up, going mad. I was typing, going mental. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah. I changed my intro. This is the second time I was doing my intro anyway because they had already started it when they were one 0 down. Yeah. Uh, then they get a player sent off. I heard from someone that I think he it was like a head to head with Adebayo after a challenge. Mm. And he sort of pushed Adebayo's head, and he got a second yellow for mm, it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so at equal uh, in terms of uh, teams, both ten men, two one. You're thinking they've got to they've got to see it out. Well, yeah. I mean, you've, you've got a minute, a minute of normal <laughs> time remaining, and then I mean, first of all, six minutes of any time. I don't know where six minutes. I don't know where they got six minutes from. There was mm. there was nowhere near that many stoppages. There was hardly any injuries. I mean, apart from the sending off, yeah, that was it. Really. I said hardly any. Injury. I don't think there was any injuries at all. Mm. There was nothing at all to be to give six minutes. I think four. Max is probably fair. Yeah. Um, but then the 97th minute rolls around. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the, the play's still going on. So they've made so many errors here. I mean, they've gone, to, they've clocked to this after the game as well that they had a chance to go through on goal, I think three on two possibly, yeah. going forward to get a third goal. Alibi runs to the corner instead and tries to hold the ball in the corner. Mm. Now, in hindsight, it's easy to say that's a bad choice. It's not, the fans at the time were quite happy with it. Uh, this, yeah, I was going to say, you know, if. If he goes to play the ball through the middle and gives yeah. the ball away, he's going to get he's going to get pelters for it. Exactly. So I think he's thought, okay, we've we've somehow got ahead. I'll, I'll just go to the corner. I'll just play it into the corner, yeah. and we'll, we'll just see this game out. And the issue for, is for a player like Adebayo as well. I think that's actually a pretty mature move from him. I think so. Yeah, I I, I do actually think so. Um, he's then lost the ball in the corner. Uh, I don't think it was instantly straight from that phase, but either mm. way, they've lost the ball. And then eventually, where the free kick is, they give a stupid free kick away Yeah. Uh, in a great position for them to whip it in. And then the defending for the, from the free kick was just shocking. Oh, I mean, I saw the goal. It was really bad was... defending. I mean, they, they got lucky the first time because the first, when the ball came in, the first player that was there to meet it, the Darlington player, mm. he, he completely missed it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Went, he went to kick it and the ball went through his legs. He completely missed the ball. Mm. And so they they got a lifeline there that the the player the the near post who was who can easily just put that nest on the bottom corner has completely yeah. missed it. The defenders have to be there round mm. the back have to be there. But they they should stop that in the first place. But when yeah. they don't, they should be there for the rest. And there was there was three or four of their players lining. They were just queuing up. They were just right queuing now. up to tap that in. And the one that it just happened and he just the scenes when that goal went in were absolutely. Oh, the fans went bonkers. Didn't fans they? on the pitch, flares. The management on the pitch. It was all it was all going off. Mm. But. Um, you can't do that. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. You can't defend like that for the last minute. And it was, it was literally the last action of the half. Mm. They restarted. I think we buoyed it up top and the ref blew it pretty much straight away. Yeah. And it was it, you just can't do that. It was absolutely criminal to give that away. Give the free kick away in the first place. To give the ball away in the first place. But then also to defend like that. It was just so painful. Yeah, but on the balance of the game, and some people disagreed with me because they said we had so many chances to win it, which is true. But on the balance of the game, Darlington deserved the result. Mm. They didn't. I'm not saying they deserved to win it, but they deserved to get something out of it. And we were saying before the FA Cup draw, you didn't want somewhere like Darlington away, <laughs> and now you've got oh, the prospect dear. of a replay, Darlington I, away. I said this to you, Massey, most people in the office. I said it to my family at home. You said it to your postman as well, maybe? Or... <laughs> I said it to everyone. I was even saying, I said to my girlfriend, I said it to, also, I was like, just having a chat to them because it was leading up to the days with the draws. I was like, oh, I don't want dancing away. 
and uh, I think my girlfriend said, "Where's Darlington?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we got them at home, and I was like, "Oh, I said I think I said to you, I went, oh no, if we draw the, this game, I said anything but a draw. I think I said on here, didn't I? I said anything yeah. but a draw. You'll deal with. I'll just deal with it. And uh, so Wednesday, next Wednesday, Wednesday the twentieth. I'm uh, a lovely evening kickoff for you in Darlington. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. Um, <laughs> and I tell you what, they'll be. More than up for it after that. Oh, big time! They'll be they'll be right up for it. Their fans will be behind them. I mean, I don't know how many fans are going to be going from Warsaw, but I, I can't blame I can't blame them if not many do. Simply because I mean, I think there'll be a decent amount because it's a, like a new ground. They've not mm. probably not been to most of them, and it'll be it'll be a good sort of away day. But you've obviously got the issue with it being so far away and midweek. So mm. um, yeah, Darlington will be right up for that. All right. So um, from one game to another. Uh, Get in. Didn't see this one coming. <laughs> no chance. Walsall six. Yes, don't adjust what you're listening to. Six. Forest Green nil. Um, admittedly, in the EFL Trophy, but regardless, where on earth did that come from? Like that was a performance and a scoreline from the heavens. It came, I don't know where it came from. Right. Let's. I've put a few tweets out about this as well. Let's put it into context. EFL Trophy. I don't know if I can say this word. I'm going to say it. If you need to bleep it, you can bleep it. Yeah. I think I can say it. The, the, the competition is crap. Yeah, you can say that. You <laughs> okay, can say that. I can say that. Okay. I, I was going to use other words, but that's fine. The competition is rubbish. Yeah. Let, let's be honest. It's No one no likes one it. No one likes it. No one gives a monkeys about it. I could have said another word then. No. <laughs> and... But equally, I won't be saying that if we get to Wembley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If we get to Wembley, I'll be loving it. But, it's absolutely uh, it, the competition is rubbish until you until you're in the semi final. Yeah, exactly. And until then you're you like, oh, to, one minute we've got a chip to go, uh, we've got a chance suddenly, to go to Wembley. Yeah? Suddenly, it's it's a big, it's a nice occasion for everyone. But it is rubbish. Let's put let's put that into context. Mm. And it was a a Forest Green side that made ten changes from their FA Cup win on at the weekend over Billericay. Mm-hmm. They had three academy players starting. Two of them, two of them, sixteen years old, starting the game. So it wasn't a an exper- It wasn't a very particularly experienced or first team Forest Green side. But they had Aaron Collins in striker, former Warsaw, sorry, former Wolves striker. Yeah. Uh, they had Matt Mills in defence, former Leicester, North mm-hmm. Forest defender, played for quite a few teams. So they they, they had they had some experience. There's in some there. some quality. Yeah, in there. exactly. They had some quality in there. It wasn't, and it wasn't just. Kids, they had those three academy products, and then the rest of them were players that were sort of on the fringe of the first team mm. or on the bench for most of their league games, etc. So they, it wasn't a complete overall of a side. Put it into context that Warsaw, with this, that they made seven changes themselves, but the, the side they put out should be beating that Forest Green Rover side, mm. first of all. But it's the way they did it and how ruthless and clinical they were that the fans really should be getting on board with. Yeah. Now, it means absolutely. Rawl <laughs> if they go and lose on, on Saturday to Cambridge yeah. it means nothing they have to follow this up now mm. with performances that are worthy of the performance they put in uh, yesterday so in terms of the game they were brilliant Yeah, I, I, I really would go that far as to say they were they were really really good they, they played really really well I mean the stats read completely in their favour and I know you know you look at stats and sometimes they can be portrayed in whatever way I mean shots Walsall 24, Forest Green 4. Shots on target, Walsall 12, Forest Green 1. Possession 55% Walsall. Uh, passes 409 to 340 in favour of Walsall. Pass accuracy 81%. Um, it just, everything reads in their favour. Yeah, they, they completely dominated 100%. But 
they they played the uh, so on paper we were looking at it I was chatting to the Warsaw press guys we were like this looks like a 4-4-2 mm. um, it turned out not to be it, it was one of those it was one of those um, odd it, it, I, I'm not sure how to explain it actually because it when they were defending mm. it was a five at the back yeah when they were attacking it was a five that with wing backs at times and then at other times when they when Norman dropped back and stayed on the right wing back stayed back rather than go forward it was more like a four four two. So it it was quite it was quite weird. They sort of interchanged between the two a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was more because I was chatting to the WM chap about this, he thought it was a four four two when they kicked off. Mm. And I was like, no 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 it was a five because but because of the way Norman was lining up at times. It occasionally became a four, so it, mm. they sort of interchanged between the two. But for the majority of, of the time, it was a five. Um, Callum Cock and Mollet was normally a, a left back, played in the left of back three again, mm. and did really well. But they had played. They made seven changes. They had players coming in that hadn't had games. Lidl's been out of favour. Mm. Gordon's been out of favour. These players haven't played. They got a game. Callum Cock and Mollet as well. They got a game. Norman, they got a game, and they did really well. Mm. First of all, so in individual performances. Every single player that played in that starting eleven performed. They turned up. There was no, mm. there was not one bad performance, which is something I've not been able to say since, since yeah. I've been here. <laughs> Even when they've won games, there's been players that have had iffy performances. Yeah. This was a game where they there was not one player that, that was out of place. Mm. I think I can count maybe one misplaced pass that sort of led to a chance. Mm. I think Little got a little bit of a mix up and passed it. And and they and they broke and then they very quickly mopped it up and mm. that was sometime in the second half I think they were four 0 up at the time or something like that three four 0 up didn't didn't matter mm. but that, that's the only thing I can count really but what happened in front of goal was what was most impressive they were finally finally clinical in front yeah. of goal yeah. they took they took if they'd have taken their chances against Manfield that's how many goals they had scored against Manfield mm. and they took their chances and that and they got their rewards for it mm. um, Lavery and Gordon up top were brilliant. They were really, really good. Uh, they were linking up so well. Lavery got two assists for the first two goals, which Gordon scored both. Mm. Um, the first goal was really nice. I, I won't talk about every single goal because we'll be here forever. But the yeah. first goal, um, Holden did ex- exceptionally well to intercept the ball in midfield. Mm. Just plays down the channel to Lavery, and Lavery just so he makes the run first of all down the channel. He cuts from the right in Gordon taps it in mm. it was so simple but it, it's something they're not, they've not been doing it's yeah, so yeah, yeah. simple and effective but they just haven't been doing it so that was a great start the second goal Gordon has, has taken a shot from the edge of the box he's delayed his shot originally and then taken it and nestled into the bottom corner they're not, they haven't been taking their shots mm. and look what happens when they do mm. and I think that's the exact phrase that Darrell Clark actually used he went look what happens when we shoot Yeah, they score goals mm. they, they just need to do that more often so yeah, it was really it was brilliant. It really was. Gordon and Lavery were electric. Special mention actually to Rory Holden. I said this in the video mm. as well. He he's going to a lot of stick, mm. rightly so, from myself and from fans. I mean, some of it I, I won't get into this, but some of it fans can take it too far at times. I won't mm, get into yeah. that, but rightly so in terms of being as a critique of his performance, he's been. He's been critiqued fairly, I think, because he's been he's been poor. He has mm. been poor recently. He got an assist against Swindon and Mansfield from free kick positions, and they were great deliveries. Don't get me wrong, but apart from that, he, he hasn't really been doing much. Mm. He got took off after twenty minutes against uh, Darlington, yeah. and, I, and I did think I thought that might be that might be him done for a while because Liddle had a run in the team. Yeah. Got took off after an hour, and since then, apart from this 
this uh, game last night hasn't played since up until then, mm. and I thought that might be I thought that might be Holden done for he might get that time out of the team now. Yeah, he started and played ninety minutes, uh, and he was absolutely brilliant. And such a confidence boost, I think, for Josh Gordon. Massively. Um, it's always nice when you see a striker with a match ball after the game, yeah. signed and and all sorts. Um, but for a striker who's not getting goals to score a hat trick. I mean, that could turn his season around. It really could. I mean, the, the first two goals, he, he, has to, he has to get into the position for the first one, be there to score it, mm. does it brilliantly. Second one, he has to take his chance, at least make the, the goalkeeper work. And the, the shot was perfectly placed right on the bottom corner. The keeper had no chance. Mm. And then the third one, to have the confidence to step up and take the penalty yeah. is really impressive. And he, he did that against, um, I think it was him. It might be Mansfield, possibly mm. the penalty. I can't remember which team it was now. But to do it two 0 up as well. I mean, the game's not done. And yeah, the game's at that not point. done. I mean, he obviously wants the hat trick. The players around mm. him said, "You take it." He's he'd already scored a penalty not long before that. So mm. to have the confidence to do it was brilliant. He was beaming after the game, having a chat with him. He was he was really really pleased. Obviously, he would be, but focus. You have to take it to the next game now, and it means nothing. But mm. yeah, as I said, Holden. He was. He, I thought he was really, really, really good, and that's what you need more from him. He was direct with the ball. His passing was on. He, he was. He, he was perfect. I, I think. Mm. But I, I have to say this again: Wes McDonald, how he doesn't start every game is really beyond me. Mm. And I mean, I, I was about to say I, was about, I should probably shouldn't say this because I'm a football reporter. But do, does the manager know better than me? Probably he's been. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's been. He, I'd say yeah. He's been. In, I'd, I'd bank on I'd that. I'd bank on that. I probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't try and put my own skills down because I'm a football reporter. But he is a football man. He's he's been a player before. He's been a manager before. Mm. There's obviously a reason why Wes hasn't been playing mm-hmm. recently, anyway. But for me, every time I see him play, he's brilliant, and that was his best performance by far. He was. Mm. He played 90 minutes. He was absolutely electric. Every time he gets the ball, the fans are on their feet. Every time he gets the ball, virtually every time he makes something happen, it and he and also it's the way he does it. He doesn't just. Some players are predictable, aren't they? They'll go one way. Yeah. He'll he'll go to the byline, cut in, come back, have a shot. Mm. He'll go to the byline, come in, into the box without cutting back in, and then still have a shot or cross it. He'll start his run, check his run, come in and curl it from outside of the box. Mm. He's got all these different. Traits and tools to he does game. always want to get onto that his right foot, isn't he, it? He does, he does. That's the only thing that's predicted about him. But he's so good on the ball that it mm. doesn't really matter, and he's so fast as well. He, he was, he had their their fullback on toast in that mm. throughout the whole game. He was brilliant, and he's got a shot on him as well, shooting from distance. Yeah. I mean, the Swindon game, uh, sorry, Darnton game, he hit the crossbar in that game, but from mm. from distance, he's got a good shot on him. Took his goal really well. He came out to him first time. He just curled it bottom corner. Um, I really do rate him now. Dan was rightly highlighted that he does make mistakes at times. He, yeah. g- he gives the ball away sometimes in silly positions when he shouldn't do. Mm. Um, that he, he's been he has been foul of fallen foul of that at times. Mm. But for what he offers to the team, I think that will far outweighs what he doesn't or what mistakes he makes. And for me, he should be starting him, Lavery, and Gordon for for the time being should should be starting. I think and I think all three of them will start on Saturday. One thing to mention in. The other side of with Wes as well is that he was technically a wing back, mm-hmm. but the spacing behind him defensively there was a lot of space. And against a better team, they might get punished for that because there was a couple of times where Rovers got got on the ball in that on that side and were able to put a couple of crosses in. So against a better side, they might they might fall foul of that. But for what he offers to the team, for me, he's got to play. Yeah, um... can you tell I rate him? 
I, I, I can tell, man. I feel like you've you've got something to say about him. Um, He's a good lad. Yeah. Uh, so a massive result that, and hopefully one that they can bring into the league. Because do you, one thing I do wonder is how many fans were there last night? Oh, Five hundred yeah. odd. No, this is something I should have mentioned as well. Actually, it was the record post-war low attendance ever. Mm. Six hundred twenty-one, I think it was. So six hundred twenty-one fans. Do you reckon the fact that there weren't so many fans there? The expectation wasn't there. Do you reckon that's worked in their favour a little bit? Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think so, really. No, because I think mm. they just came out. I, th- I, just, I just think they came out, and it was th- it was the high intensity from the off is mm. what is what helped. Their, their pressing was so so good. They were forcing Rovers into errors, uh, forcing the ball back off them consistently, and creating chances from it. When you have that high press, and Dan was at the sideline, he's constantly screaming at these players, mm. keep going, keep going, high press, high press. He's screaming to individual players, now go. Mm. Things almost almost walking them through yeah, at Yeah, he's time. trying to time the yeah, press himself. exactly. He? Almost walking through it at times to say, now push, now mm. now press them. Norman was doing it brilliantly as well from right wing back, and, and they were they were forcing the ball back off them constantly. Mm. Um, and that is what I thought set the precedent for the whole game I think because they started the game in t- with that intent from the off and I think that's what helped um, in terms of the fan numbers I record low and they, they, it's the second time in two years they set this they set it last year in, mm. in the same trophy I think it was Middlesbrough in the 23s yeah. 600 no 702 so they, they've now set that record again but mm. part, cold, of the, part of that is down to the competition definitely the competition 100% plays a part cold wet Tuesday in November mm. I can't really excuse me <laughs> the fans are playing very well sorry players are playing very well I can't really blame the fans for not turning up to be honest mm. and uh, they missed a good game though <laughs> yeah certainly uh, did right let's go on to questions um, there's some brilliant ones in there Robert Dern with the first one are you planning to pull a Luke Hatfield style sickie and watch <laughs> the Darlington replay from the comfort of your own home also what's the food going to be like at a team like that well I was dying. That I was actually dying. I thought you, you, I thought, were, you were in the office. You were fine. You were loving life. No, I thought that was it. You know. <laughs> thought this is how it ends. Yeah, I'm sure. I was so unwell. The uh, no, I'll be there. I mean, you. I'm going to be the only one there. The digital guys are bolder. I mean, <laughs> I'm a busy guy. Mate. You're a busy guy. No, it's, uh, yeah, I'll be there. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Um, Partially because I have to. No, uh, <laughs> you're contractually. I, I am obliged. contractually obliged to be there, but uh, no, no. It, 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 funny enough, I said I don't want to go to these long away trips. I say, I say at times I do actually quite enjoy an away mm. day. I like the, mm. I like the whole making a day of it, the travel and and all that kind of stuff. So and it'd be good to another ground to tick off as well. So yeah. um, I'll be there. What the food's going to be like? I've got absolutely no idea. I wouldn't bet on there being I, food. I might take a sandwich with me just to be safe. Uh, I've never I'd done a, that so far. I'd, but I'd 100% be prepared to should, stop, stop off at a fast yeah. food restaurant on the way I'm, there. I'm on a diet at the moment, so I <laughs> I won't be doing that. No, nothing wrong with Nando's. <laughs> I, 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 oh, I love Nando's. I'll do, do that. I uh, I should have done that at Lake Norian because me and you were absolutely starving all day. Oh yeah, that was that was <laughs> grim. That was. Um, and the thing was, they they actually had food, but we missed out on it. Didn't Everyone we? else got it apart from us because they kept it quiet. They didn't, didn't have enough and left us in the lurch. Unbelievable. I've spoken about this too often. It really winds me up. Or really, I'm not happy with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just your nightmare day, wasn't it? <laughs> it was awful. Um, at least you had to speak to Colin Murray. Yeah, he was a nice chap. Um, it's funny enough the, just before this podcast uh, the media guy at Darlington emailed me because mm. uh, he said they have a limited am- 
amount of press seats. Okay. So they want to make sure that the Warsaw regulars are going to have one. So he said, are you, oh, right, are you, okay. are you going to be there? So I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll definitely be there. Please have, <laughs> please give me a seat. Give me the nicest one. Closest to a plug socket. <laughs> oh, I've been to somewhere, they don't even have plug sockets, and they're oh. just like one socket, and then a massive extension lead, and everyone's got to share it. I know. I had that at Oldham, I had that at Swindon as well. That is great. It weren't great, I've got to admit. Um, is, and you wonder why I'm not coming to Darling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, what I'm expecting from it, I've got absolutely no idea, but... I'd go in with no expectations. I'd, I'm going to go in with none. But the, the, having met them, at, so I had a little chat with them at, uh, at the banks. They, they seem like nice people. Yeah. They're lot. Yeah, I'm like, sure they're lovely. Seem like a friend, friendly lovely, lovely people. So uh, please give me some food if you're listening to this. <laughs> please put on some. Imagine they put on like a nice like. Imagine you get like a, a steak dinner or something. Oh, a steak dinner. That'd be lovely. I'm Wouldn't be tonight. bad. Um, Craig Hollyhead. Should we just pay Guffrey up as he'll be lucky to play 15, 20 games with his injury record? Pay him up is probably... Do we also have... I'd say no, because they yeah. probably, probably don't have the funds to do, do that. have the budget to do And that. also, you don't, you don't want to be doing that when you can you can focus that money on on transfers in January. Mm. Uh, I'll interpret the question slightly differently and say, should they give him a new contract? Probably not. Mm. At, at this rate, anyway, no. I made a joke earlier saying made of glass is probably a bit harsh, but he he's just he, this is his third injury now yeah, this he's season. He's, he's injury been, prone. He's injury prone. He's been struggling. Uh, when he does play, you can tally. You can see his quality. He's obviously he's obviously got enough to be far good enough for. I mean, he had, he, before he came to Warsaw, he had offers from from League One and, and Championship as well. Mm. I think. Or that might have been before his uh, stint overseas. I can't remember what yeah. country it was. That was it. Indonesia or something like that. Somewhere like that. Um, but he's definitely good enough for the division. Uh, too good, I'd say, probably quality-wise. Well, there has been guilty of making mistakes as well. Yeah, yeah. He made he made a big one at, at Orient, but I do think uh, I do think he's good enough. The issue is, I don't know what I don't know how much they're paying him, but I'd imagine it's probably one of the highest earners mm. in, in the squad. And if they're gonna pay that for someone who's not playing. You'd, you'd rather bring someone. Alfie Bates is playing so well. Bring this, in this some is, reinforcements. This is issue. Do you want someone who plays fifteen games a season, but is is quality fifteen games a season, or do you want someone who plays forty games a season, but is good forty games a season? You probably want someone consistent. I'd say. I think so. Yeah, but um, if he can get himself fit and stay fit, he's worth he's worth keeping hold of. Nick Pritchard, what are your thoughts on James Hardy not being given a run of games in the team? He always looks live and creative when introduced from the bench. How does he force himself into the manager's plans? Interesting. I think, did he, didn't you say, I, I, was, was it the last podcast where you said to me, like some sort of quiz question or whatever about him, what, what do you make of him or something like that? Or hot, was it hot or not or something like that he did? Maybe, like that? Yeah, I don't really remember previous podcasts. <laughs> you just blank out your memory show away. Um, and I said, I haven't seen him play yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I literally haven't seen him play, so I can't tell you. I think I've seen fans asking for him. They have been, they have time. been. And that's the reason I've not been able to say anything on him because I haven't seen him play. I think he came on for 10 minutes against Swindon, I think it might have been, and, mm. and bits here and there. When he came on against Darlington, I thought he did really well. Yeah, he looks good on the ball. Um, he's got something about. He's a little bit lightweight, probably to say that, mm. but uh, maybe that's the reason why he, he wasn't getting in games. Maybe he was getting himself in the gym. I don't know, but uh, I, I, he looks good on the ball. And looks, looks like a decent player. Um, mm. Quite similar to Holden style wise and probably position wise as well. Um, so 
I was quite surprised when he came on and did really well against Darlington. Mm. I was surprised he didn't start last night. I thought he was going to. Yeah. Holding on 90 minutes, Hardy came on and had about uh, had about half an hour, I think. So I'm expecting, I say expecting, it's difficult to expect it with Daryl because you, 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 know, you, you, yeah. you don't know what team's going to come out. But I am expecting he might get a start possibly on Saturday. Mm. Um, but I've been quite impressed with him. I think he's I think he's done well. I think he's been unlucky not to get more minutes than he has done. There's been a few times where he's been on the bench and not played. He was left out of the squad altogether for the Oldham away game. That horrible, horrible night in Oldham. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I think he's been unlucky. So I think there's more to come from him, I think, definitely. Mm. Sadler, Andy, Liam, why are you such a bloody jinx? Oh, Andy. He's <laughs> that a... What have I done wrong now? We won 6-0. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I went away on holiday and then they lost six in a row, didn't they? And then they drew mm. to Darlington, so it's not looking particularly good. Uh, my <laughs> my reputation's on the line. Yeah. Uh, Judah comes in last night and they won 6-0. And Judah's there on Saturday. Exactly. So, expect a result of the Judah effect. A massive omen there. Um, John Chambers, this is a good one. I who, love this question. Who would win in an arm wrestle? Joe Massey or Liam Keane? <laughs> It's no question. No, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Joey. Um, Joey doesn't strike me as um, <laughs> the arm wrestling type. No, that way. Uh, and underneath this suit, um, I go to the gym and I've got rather large arms. I mean, so don't toot your there. own horn. I'm just going to put it out there, and I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> I think you'd win. Although arm wrestling isn't always about strength. What are you on about? Of course, it's about strength. It's all technique, mate. No, it's well, as long as, what, what technique keep you. No, no, because like, if you're strength. like me, I'm, I'm very, I'm very lean. I'm quite lean. No comment. Long levers makes it hard. If you've got short arms, I don't have it's, short arms anyway. So it's all right. This is where I think Joe might have the, a, a, a no, slight edge on you. There is no way on earth that Joe is beating me. There's only way, one way to find out. Well, I mean, okay, listen, Massey is a great guy. I've got a lot of time and a lot of love for Massey. I'd rip his arm off. <laughs> I would absolutely destroy him. You know what I might do? Here we go. Christmas special. Christmas special, let's do it. Do we bring Joe Massey back the for an episode? Yeah, do it. And I'll rip his arm off. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, you will be eating your words. Imagine if I lost. Imagine. <laughs> I'd be so gutted. I, I wouldn't let the podcast go out. I'll be, I'll be off. I'd be absolutely devastated. I'll be getting video of it as well. You do know this. Yeah, but there is, there's no way on God's green earth that he beats me. That's a fact. I'd, I'd beat anyone in this office. What? I'd, be, I'd, I'd beat anyone in this office. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> Na- name someone who beat me. Go on. Harry Leather would beat you. No way Harry would beat me. Have you seen the shape that Harry Leather is in? <laughs> no, but... Wait, what? Have you been uh, spending a bit of time with Harry? No, no. Have you, you seen... Like, he's, by the way, we should clarify this to the listeners. Harry Leather is a digital... News editor. He certainly is on the floor. Um, former rugby player. I'm a former rugby player. Doesn't I mean you don't look like one, mate? <laughs> Come on now. Harry Lever does. Right. Listen, there was a time where I was a proper powerhouse. I've, I've lost a little bit of uh, my shape recently, but I'm getting back on it. I've got myself back on my uh, my uh, intermittent fasting diet that I did at uni, and I lost loads of weight. I'm looking. I'm getting there. I'd say feel these arms, but I can't. I don't think I. I don't think I can have you do it right now because it's a bit. I oh, know I can feel them, oh, mate. Wait, 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 let me get, let me get it. Ready. No, no, you can't do this. You can't. You just get them ready. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, mate. Yeah, you have that. I think I. I. I'm tell you what. It's Christmas... difficult. It's difficult in the suit. The suit's too tight. Oh, excuses, excuses. I'm. I'm going to get Joe Massey in on a Christmas special, even if it's just ten minutes. He I'll comes in. 
Okay, when I say no one, no one, I'll be everyone in the office. Or maybe I'll take that one back. No, just, no, no. You've said it now. <laughs> just you've to be, said it now. Just to be safe. But I do, I do fancy myself against anyone. Though. I do, I really do. I mean, you're talking up a big game here, mate. I feel like Judah might have some hidden strength, you know. Judah, Judah's um, the thing is, with Judah, he's he's, tall, he used to be he? a big lad. Yeah, that's true. He was a big boy. Wasn't so he? he's going to have that like kind of strength from carrying around that weight. He's not, he's not a big lad now by any means. Um, so he might just have some strength I, I feel like he's got hidden strength he comes across like he's got something he wouldn't expect I'm not a great arm wrestler I'm more of a cardio guy so yeah I'm the opposite I'm not much of a cardio man I like if, I, if, if someone was to like threaten me I would I would run at a pace just slightly quicker than them for an extended period of time and then eventually they would give up <laughs> and I play like a lot of sport like don't get me wrong I play basketball and stuff like I'd 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 say I I'd, I'd back myself to be able to throw a basketball further than you. Oh cool. yeah, hundred percent. You throw way further than me. I'm not very good at throwing. Um, which is odd for someone so strong. <laughs> um, I, I actually I was listening to what you were saying, but I was also laughing in my own head, just thinking like it wouldn't be fair putting Massey up against me. I'm, we're going to do it. <laughs> You'll definitely forget about this. I won't. Um, who, who else? Uh, I think. Drew, oh, I, oh, I genuinely think Harry Leather would give you all sorts of problems. I was the second row at uni in rugby. Doesn't matter what you were at uni, mate. I'd pick Harry up and drop him on his head. I don't think you'd do that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I like him too much. <laughs> no, uh, I hope he doesn't hear that. Cause actually, Harry, oh, no, I'll be, I'll be going around Harry, telling everyone what Harry, you said. Harry, Harry, if you listen to this, you know, I've always had a good relationship with Harry. He's a good lad. I like him. Don't threaten me and I might lose to you, so I'm, I'm taking it all back. I'm telling everyone in the <laughs> I'm office. I'm taking it back already. No, 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 you can't tell uh, back. One thing I was going to say about Judah very quickly when I had him, just as I spoke about him then, he had a, I had the first experience of doing a game with Judah last night. Oh, yeah? And he opened. I mean, yeah, we, he was taking pictures of me when I wasn't when I wasn't realising it. Yeah, 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 Before the game, yeah, it was yeah. all. I felt like Tim Spears for the day. It was lovely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and they opened up his food next to me. Oh yeah, the classic like card or whatever it is. It was gorgeous. It was, thankfully it wasn't fish. It was it smelled so nice. It was like beef and. Sorry, Did he heat it up? up? Yeah, yeah. Went to the microwave and the little press room. He's something else, that guy. Uh, and came back with it. and It was steaming. It was blowing in my face. And I was like, making me so hungry. It was, it was lovely. Yeah, I said I mean, to him. I actually said to him, "Thank God it wasn't fish." Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he had a little chuckle. But yeah, no, it was very nice. It was a very nice experience with uh, Mr. Judas. So Saturday, roll on another win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and more and more microwavable meals. Um, <laughs> Don't bring fish. Right, next one, Jake uh, at J six six five on Twitter. Oh, this one's. Funny this is a good question. Uh, it's our last question. Would you rather fight a Dan Scar sized spider or hundred spider sized Dan Scars? That is a. Can you imagine a, a Dan Scar sized spider? That would be my worst nightmare. Could you take that in an arm wrestle? <laughs> I don't think so. Could no. you take Dan Scar in an arm wrestle? No. You see the size of him. He's a massive bloke. But, is there any Warsaw players you would back yourself against? Yes. Who? I'm not telling you any of the names. I'm backing myself. What about Daryl Clark? Yeah, I'd beat Daryl. Oh. I'd, 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 I'd do if, he, I'd. if that 2% chance happens and he comes in here. We'll have to do that. I might ask him one day. Do you, do you want to do it? Maybe, I'll, I'll catch him on a good day, and I might say to him, "Do you fancy doing the podcast?" Um, I think I would. I'd back myself against Daryl. Uh, I'd back myself against the the smaller players, i.e., Wes McDonald, Josh Gordon. They're not like Stuart Sinclair. I'd beat Stuart Sinclair. They're all oh, I, uh, the I funny thing. Know. All three of them are just named. Like personality-wise, are like really, really top blokes. All three mm. of them. I haven't interviewed them, but I'd smash them in an arm wrestle. You're way too confident. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really. I'm set myself up for a massive fall. You now. really I'm, are. I'm so scared now. 
I've really put myself in danger, haven't I? You have, yeah. You've, I mean, you've stuck your neck out. You're going to spread it as well. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, well. It's going to be the title of this podcast. Let's name someone on the on the sports desk who would beat me. Anyone on the sports desk? No one on the sports desk would beat me. No one on the sports desk no. would beat you? Name someone who beat me, you got them. I don't know, there's some, there's some strong lads on that sports <laughs> desk, mate. <laughs> no chance they're going to beat me. Some of, the, some, of the, some of the editors, they've got that, like... The only ones I'm not doing it with are the editors, because I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't face... Uh, they're on the sports desk. No, but I couldn't, I couldn't face uh, humiliating them in front of, in front of everyone. <laughs> this is going too far now, <laughs> I need to stop. I mean, this is all being recorded. <laughs> you do know that. Oh no. Anyway, um, oh yeah. Jake, 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 does, the actual question, Jake yeah. does say, "Oh, and yes, you could enlist your mum to repel the oncoming Skarmy of insects." Skarmy's a great plan. Skarmy, I, I love, I love. I'm impressed with that. Uh, well, I would need my mum if it, if it was the first one. Listen, there was no chance on earth I'm taking on a spider that is the size of Dan Scar. That'd be terrifying. He's a he's a very very big man, and there was no chance I want to tackle that thing because it would kill me. Mm. The other ones would be quite funny. Hundred little spider-sized dance scars. That'd be quite funny. Can you imagine them all running at you? It'd be hilarious. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be in any, any danger at all because there's no way. I mean, some people might say, "Oh, they'll overpower you," but they haven't got any weapons. They haven't got fangs, fangs or claws. Or Let's say they've all got footballs that they they're booting out at you. Like Dan Scar style, because when Dan Scar clears a football, <laughs> when he clears a when he, he clears, clears a football, a ball. I'm, I'm sure he's aiming at, at people's cars. He clears a ball. No, uh, yeah, but the balls would be relevant in size to the size yeah, yeah, of the yeah, yeah. spider Dan. So it's it's not so it's not going to. Plus, you could just kind of step on them all. I'll just kick him, boot him across the room. They're, I mean, spiders, mate. They're very small. You can just tread on them. There you go. Easy. That's um, the one. That's a great question, though. Yeah, it was a very good question. Uh, right, thanks for all the questions, guys. Um, Christ, we've been running on today. You know, we're we're almost at an hour already. Let's see, this is what happens when you have all this uh, arm wrestling banter. Uh, yeah, the banter, the banter, <laughs> does it? Um, right, let's get onto the um, onto the game in question. Warsaw versus Cambridge United. Oh dear. Twenty second versus twelfth. <laughs> I say oh dear because I just I really really want something out of this. Mm. I mean, we need something out of this. Yeah, as you say, they're they're mid table. Um, Going relatively steady. Literally uh, banging mid-table, 12. Literally. Bang in the middle. Literally banging mid-table. Um, and, well, it's a winnable game, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, anything can happen after a 6-0 win. I was just drinking there when you said that. <laughs> that, that yeah, I I t- the, t- the timing of my like, questions couldn't be, couldn't be I worse. I didn't time my gap very well there. Uh, listen, they need, they need to get something out of it. Mm. If they lose to Cambridge... Then get knocked out the FA Cup, mm-hmm. and then go into the Stevenage game. I mean, that is a serious, seriously big game. It's a six points already at this before those two games, anyway. Yeah. But you go into that game having lost the previous two. That is an even bigger game than it. I mean, if if, if you get more than a six pointer, then I'd, I'd call it that. But it's, yeah. it's a huge game. So this Cambridge game is is setting up what could be a good run for Warsaw. Carrying on the momentum from yesterday's game, mm. or it could be—I uh, don't want—I don't want to use the phrase "the beginning of the end" because it seems that just seems a bit over the top. But it could be really substantial. Yeah. So I'm, I don't want to go too far to one side and say it's a must-win, or it's a, if they don't win it, Daryl's gone and they're getting relegated. Mm. Uh, it's not—it's not either of those. It's not that that far gone yet on either side. But they do need a result. Yeah. They do need a result. They can't afford to lose this game again. So, if they come out of this game with a, even with a draw, going to Darlington, get through, 
then to Stevenage. Mm. They should be beating Stevenage at home. They, they're at home. Get the fans in. Get them behind the team. They need they they need a result, and uh, it could be a really good end of the month for the club. And then they'll have they, if they get through against Darlington, they'll have the last FA Cup game at the end of the month as well. well sorry, the second round FA Cup game against Oxford. Which, by the way, is a boring draw, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, not, it's ru- not great. What a rubbish draw at home against League One, Oxford. Yeah. I mean, come on. But um, but if you can get through that, you can get some tasty draws. I'd, the third I'd round, love the third us round to get through that. Is, is the one, isn't it? Wolves at Momnia. You don't want to go somewhere like Old Trafford? Oh, no, obviously I want to go there for that that, that before anything else. Well, I, I've been to Anfield before, so I'm, I would like Anfield, obviously. The but dream is a Premier League away day, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, If I had to say the ones I'd want top of anyone, it would be Old Trafford. Old Trafford... Then maybe Stamford Bridge or Emirates. Christ, imagine if they got a result at one of them. Oh, maybe amazing, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? It'd be amazing. Uh, and then Molyneux somewhere down there would be a really good one. Um, I've been to Anfield. Obviously, if I could choose between having Anfield or having like a, a like a Luton or something, I'd rather have Anfield. Obviously, yeah, yeah. but I've been to Anfield before, so it's it's not my the one I personally would want over some of the others. But what a rubbish draw! Mm. So <clears throat> it could be a really good. End to the month if they if they carry on from yesterday's game and just put it that all that momentum and all that confidence in and go for it and some of them players from yesterday you'd imagine are going to going to keep their place as well. Mm. Uh, it won't be all of them, but I'd imagine some of them. I think players like Roberts in goal, Gary Little at the back, Callum Cock and Mollett at the back. They probably won't keep their place. Mm. Not because they played badly because they didn't at all, but because I think their players probably ahead of them in the pecking order. Mm. <clears throat> so. Please, Judah, get us a result. <laughs> <laughs> Stop praying to Judah. Give me a prediction then to finish up. I'm going to say we're going to win it 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. I've called it. I like two that nil. confidence. As confident as you are in your arm wrestling abilities. Oh, uh, God, I, I kind of slightly regret this now. But, uh, oh well. It's too late. It's all fun, isn't it? I mean, it's too late you've said it. It's on the record. It's It'll interesting be... how you never wanted to put yourself up against me. I mean, I'll, I'll do it, but I'm not going to win. As so, I said, as I said, my long arms, so, they're, they're not designed for arm wrestling. So, what's better? A young, sprightly buck of a man, myself, or someone passes passes prime? <laughs> I mean, I'm 29 years old. Oh, God. I was trying to say that straight face. I think I'm, I think I'm in my peak. No, I'm at my peak now. Yeah, maybe. Twenty-eight to thirty-two is your peak, isn't yeah, that's it? That's your peak if you're if you're a fighter, like a like a UFC fighter, or a boxer, a footballer as well. Twenty-eight-year-old uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, I'd have over twenty-two-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo. Would you not? Yeah, no, you would, but I wouldn't say twenty-eight-year-old, twenty-nine-year-old Lionel Messi over twenty-two-year-old Lionel Messi. Is there a single I'll player? Sixteen-year-old Lionel Messi. Apart, apart from Michael Owen. <laughs> yeah. Who was who was better at twenty two than they were at twenty nine? Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some. I'm just gonna, just gonna try and think. So yeah, who's gonna win? Basically, uh, someone who's. I've told you, like my, my my, I've got very long arms. They're not designed for arm wrestling. You're like a I'll, I'll give you an arm wrestle, but it, I mean, I'm gonna lose. I'm, I'm just, as I said, like it's not like a matter of strength no, we, we or won't, ability. We, we, we won't do it now. We won't do it now. Let's uh, let's potentially we'll look towards the the Christmas thing if uh, if Massey's around. I'll keep, if he'll do it. I'll keep going to the gym and then I'll rip Massey's arm off, and then I'll, <laughs> I'm gonna stop here now. I'm gonna quit. You're one talking of my yourself up. Right, this is imagine if he beats me. And the thing is, Massey might be offended by this. He thinks he might be thinking I'm uh, I'm putting him down. I'm not at all. I'm just bigging myself up. Yeah, you really are. Um, right, that does it from us then. 
Also, he's got children, so he'd be like tired and staying up late. I mean, you're coming up with all sorts of excuses. <laughs> I'm trying are. to think of excuses. You're trying to think of reasons why you would win. But no. We'll see. what we'll, It will come to the day and we'll do it. Um, but yeah, that does it from us. Unless you got anything else to add? No, before I dig myself in. Any more outlandish claims? No, 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 no. Before I dig Any myself. more offensive gestures? I'd beat you in uh, 5,000 metres. You'd beat me in 5,000 metres? That's a joke. There's no chance I'd beat you. <laughs> I was just looking at you like a madman. <laughs> you were like, really? No. There's no it's chance. not even a competition. Um, no, before I dig myself a bigger hole, I think. Uh... Interesting point. Before you, before we before we wrap this up, I once did claim, I, in my younger days, uh, in my Liam Keane-esque days, <laughs> um, I claimed once, I still kind of believe this. Oh, here we go. 10,000 metres... Me versus Usain Bolt. Oh, no. I'm backing myself. What are you on about? Do you reckon Usain Bolt could run 10,000 metres? Yes. He is a sprinter, man. No. We'll, if you want to get scientific... Scientifically, even a word. Sci- just sci- say scientific. scientific. That, I mean, I, I don't look an absolute moron now. Journalists this... just said the word scientifical. <laughs> I really don't know why I went to say that. I, I knew it wasn't a word either. That makes me look such an idiot. Um... Aerobic and anaerobic respiration. Yeah, yeah. So he's running at, I figure which one's which, but he's running at. He's, he's sure anaerobic. So, yeah, so he's the one where. If you look at Mo Farah after a run, he he, he look, comes across like he's not even tired. He's like not even breathing. Yeah, because it's all about the oxygen. Yeah, yeah. Then, Whereas anaerobic is, he is just burning. Yeah, and then so afterwards, he's absolutely knackered. Yeah. But. He's not. They're not obviously not going to be running at his full speed for ten thousand meters. But he will but not have trained. He will not. It doesn't matter if he has yet. to train. He, he's in peak physical condition, and I mean Mate, the bloke eats chicken look, nuggets before a race. You're looking good, Luke, but you're not gonna. You're not gonna beat him. He's a, he's a over ten thousand meters gold medalist. Over ten thousand meters, I'd give myself a chance. I'd back a shot put to beat you in ten thousand meters. What? <laughs> I'm just trying to wind you up now. Oh, I mean, I'm just is... trying to wind you up. Over ten thousand uh, meters, I think it would be close. You wouldn't even make ten thousand meters. <laughs> these these claims are just getting oh, more brilliant. unrealistic. Oh, by the that's, that's a fact. I, no, I, I can't do five thousand meters. So. Have you done a half marathon before? No. How much is that? It's like thirteen point one miles or something. No, I mean in, in thousand in meters. Oh, right? I don't know in meters. Mate. Oh, because I, I know I've never I've, I've never done a five k. So <laughs> I've done two half marathons. I've never done a full marathon. You'd beat me in any of them anyway. Mm. You know, hack up full marathon. Do you think you could do it? Uh, you know what it is. It's a training. I did. I, I did a half marathon. I trained for it. Got one fifty seven. I was quite proud of that. I wanted to get under a two hour mark. I was happy with that. Um, did a second half marathon without training. Did it in one fifty four. So I got better timed. But I, I I was out of action for about two weeks afterwards. All sorts <laughs> all sorts of problems causes. It's no good for your knees. No good for your hips. And you think that you say both. I could give me give me time to train. <laughs> you say both beating man. Come on. Every Over ten thousand meters. I don't. I, I don't know. Right, um, on that bombshell, well, let's wrap up, shall we? Right, if you've got any um, any thoughts, comments, reviews, please give them to us on iTunes. They Send do. It in. They, they, they really do help us out. I want the abuse and the nice comments. I want it all. Yeah, he wants it all, Liam Keane. Um, <laughs> that that sounds weird, doesn't it? It does sound weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh god, if that was an out of context, Liam Keane. Oh, we start. Can someone please? Okay, I'm going to put this out there now. Sadler's fan, please start out of context Keen oh, or, or out of context Liam Keen, whatever, and take all the clips and podcast videos and just make an out of context You're account. Asking for a lot of work there. You need someone with a lot of free oh, time. I mean, it's not gonna happen. No one's gonna do it. But if it happens, I would absolutely love it. It'd be, it would make my day. It would be brilliant. 
Right, and okay. that one there, what was it I said again? I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's at least ten clips from this podcast oh, alone. No. I'll rip his arm off was another good one. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, I'm done. We're done, we're done. Right, yeah, that does it. That does it. As I said, issue review, if you can, that would really help us out. But from myself and from Liam Keane, goodbye from now. <laughs>